hey there. This is Jim and Reagan. And I was just thinking. It's a really nice evening yesterday that I wanted to chat about. I may chat about some other things while we're out, but we'll get to the to the good stuff, as my one friend likes to say first. A buddy of mine who is currently hiking the Appalachian Trail. Those of you who don't know, I live about an hour-ish from the Appalachian Trail. I live east of the Appalachian Trail. But it goes all the way through the state of Pennsylvania. So my buddy was coming up on a city known as Carlisle, PA. Pardon the little sniffle in the morning. I think a combination of uh, the very, very last vestiges of my cold and more so the fact that it's probably my allergies acting up now, so. I may do a little bit of sniffling and hopefully, hopefully not too much. So, but anyway, so he's hiking the Appalachian Trail and I have to be outside of Carlisle, so I went up there to go and pick him up at the trailhead, bring him to his, uh, his hotel for the evening because he decided to grab a hotel and grab a shower, which is good. And then we went out to eat. And it was just a really nice evening. For those of you who know the fellow, somebody who goes by the name Titanium Tim. So that's my good buddy from Chattanooga who has been since nicknamed because he had a, he had a bad fall on a trail run and broke some bones in his wrist and they put in something that looks like a sprocket into his wrist and so we started with all the Steve Austin bionic man jokes at that point. He's a big fan of uh, <coughs> the uh, Paul McCartney and Wings song uh, um, Magneto and Titanium Man. So, I started calling him Titanium Tim for the sprocket that is in his wrist. So there you go. So, and he was telling me, I guess, you know, he's trying to do like 20 miles a day minimum. And he's doing the AT in, uh, in segments. So he'll do like two weeks worth and then make his way back home rest up for a couple weeks then pick another segment do two weeks there go back so thought interesting interesting way to spend your retirement so pretty cool pretty cool stuff but it's great to see him try to think about when the last time I actually saw him was and of course I know I didn't see him last year because I didn't see anybody last year with COVID um and I hadn't seen him before yesterday, this this year. I'm thinking whether it was 2019. I think that's probably the last time I saw him was for um, Peachtree uh, 2019. Uh, it was probably the last time that I actually saw him. So it's been a while. There you are. 
we have a beginning of our next heat wave starting today. So 91 today. Hopefully this breeze, which feels very refreshing, uh, is not going to uh, distort the audio too much because, again, I am using my phone. But I'll listen to this one back just to make sure that uh, this is worth listening to because we definitely have a very nice, comfortable breeze here with all the heat and humidity we already have. We're already well into the 70s, and we're going to definitely get to 90 today. And then I think, what is it, 93 tomorrow, and then 95 for two days. So, throw in the heat and humidity, we're going to feel like we're in the hundreds for at least three days in a row. So, blech. I like the heat, don't get me wrong. If I have to choose between a day that feels like 100 and a day that feels like 10, I will take the day that feels like 100 every, every day and twice on Sunday, which today it is Sunday. But I'd rather not have to make that choice. You know? So, anyway. There you go. So, once again, the corn grew some more. Just commenting on a video yesterday I made. Literally, it just seems like the corn, every time I come out to walk the dog, it's about two inches taller than it was the day before. Now, we will definitely be, uh, if it'll be almost, but be completely full height by the 4th of July, but we'll be close to it. We'll be close to it. It'll definitely be five feet. Definitely be five feet. So this stuff here gets usually somewhere around six to six to seven feet when it's when it's done. This is field corn here, so this is not your sweet corn stuff you have at your house. This is field corn. So there you are. All right. Well, I think I'll take a pause and listen back to this to see if this is usable and then uh, we might continue And we're back. So, first recording sounded pretty good. So hopefully we'll make, make it all the way to the end here without having too much wind noise. What do you got there, Ray? I got something in the ground that I want to go and poke my nose at, Daddy. All right, you go do that. It's Sunday. We're not in a big hurry to go anywhere right now. So, um, I guess I'll talk uh, briefly about training while I have you here. And, uh, so, uh, two weeks from today is my next half marathon in Frederick. So, I definitely feel trained up enough to finish in the time goal that I wanted, so that's fine. That'll be a, another completion, another medal it's a half marathon medal, another one that's going to go on a tie rack in a closet because I don't have enough space to put all my medals out where they can be seen. So as many of you know, that's only the marathon medals. So those are the only ones that get displayed. So there you are. Although I've started something new since I'm doing a lot more half marathons than I used to do. 
and that is on my marathon rack, dead center in the middle. Um, I'm putting my last medal, uh, regardless of whether or not uh, it was a marathon, half marathon, 5K. Somebody gave me some, some tin on a string for doing some sort of a run. That's going to end up in the middle until the next race shows up. So at least I have some ability to display what I last did. So, so currently, what's sitting there is the half marathon I did uh, for the Country Classic back in early May. So that's been hanging out there prominently in my office. I see every day when I go to work. And then uh, in two weeks, that'll come down. And the one in Frederick will go up. And that'll live there until September. And then after that, it'll be uh, a big horseshoe for bird in hand. And then that'll live there until October, maybe early November, when I return from Greenville, South Carolina, with a new marathon medal. So... Uh, nice way to go ahead and, you know, still put the most recent metal out there and then, but eventually, yeah, it's going to a closet. No, it's a dead mouse. You don't want it. And, uh, you know, still be able to look at it a little bit because it's one thing I never understood with some folks, particularly folks who do lots of, of races. Is uh, you know, I see some folks and they you know they get their medal and they you know they grab it and they stick it in a drawer or they stick it in a pocket, and you never really see them wearing it. Um, you know, they throw it in their car. It's like, okay, I did it. Um, it's like, well, but I did all this work. You know, I should uh, I should want to wear this medal for probably the next 24 hours. You know, you know, with everything except you know. You know, going to the bathroom, you know, pretty much want to do with this darn metal on. So that's certainly the way I am, um, especially if it's a travel marathon. So, you know, whether I'm getting on the plane or whether I'm getting on in my car and driving, now that metal's around my neck. I work for that darn thing and I'm going to wear the darn thing. You know, I am absolutely uh, proud of the accomplishment and I don't mind who sees it. So, but that's me. Some people are just not that way. So, you know, to each his own. But always wondered about that. You work so hard for the darn thing, you know, that's the symbol that you, your work paid off. It's like, no, I should want to wear that. So the one exception to that, I will say, though, is um, Little Rock. Because that thing is ginormous. I mean, that's like wearing a dinner plate around your neck. And that just, that gets tiring. So I can understand why people do not wear their their Little Rock medal for a, for a long time. Because that sucker's heavy. It's, it's actually very comical sitting on my, uh, on my rack with my marathon medals. Um, because, uh, yeah, it literally obliterates like five medals underneath it. It's so darn big. So... I just, uh, I moved it a couple days ago, just like, what medals do I have underneath there? Oh, that's right. 
I have these five because it's just it's huge so if you want a ginormous medal definitely go and run in Little Rock so they will not disappoint you with the size of their medal so it's it's hardware it, it's literally it's a breastplate is what it is it's it's part of a body armor that's what it is it's actually just a breastplate so you can probably take a gunshot to the chest and still be okay with that thing so big so not that i would advise you to try that but you know in a pinch right so i have two short weeks of training have a short run today have some regular training runs tuesday and thursday and Saturday I have what's known as Mind of the Marathoner, which is interesting training considering I'm actually doing a half marathon. So, you know, maybe I only need to be half there, right? I don't have to have a full marathon mine. I only need to have a half marathon mine. So I can be half out of my mind, maybe. We'll see. Anyway. I'm sure there's a funny joke in there somewhere. You let me know if you find it. So, but yeah, it's basically uh, a short three-mile run. And you run the first mile at just sub marathon pace, about 30 seconds per mile, sub marathon pace. Then you do your second mile at marathon pace or in this case, half marathon pace. Then you do your last one at 30 seconds faster than marathon pace. So it's a fun little workout um, because of course you have to go faster every time you reach a new mile, but it's short. So, you know, you don't suffer for too long. And then, uh, yeah, it's just kind of maintenance and show up on uh, on the day and um, do the run, get the medal, get the free beer, stretch my legs a bit, hop in the car, do the two-hour ride back home. So there it is, and then. Probably two days after that. So it'll be Tuesday, the 13th, is when my marathon training starts. So we'll have to get in with Coach Chris and have him update my plan so I have marathon training ready to go. So there it is. Um, what else, what else, what else? Heard from my buddy Jane, across the pond. Kutches to you if you're listening. It's a Welsh word, and hopefully I've said it properly. So, and she was mentioning how she's now in something referred to as Club Jeff, which is a subscription-based club, if you're not familiar, where you get extra access to Mr. Galloway 
and some swag along with your uh, subscription. Of course, they have levels. When I say it's like gold and platinum or something along those lines. So, definitely looked at that, but I have some other things I want to save my money for, so. It will probably not be a original member, founding member of Club Jeff, but interested to see what people think who are joining. Have a new platform in there that they're going to be using to, uh, to chat with each other. Um, that's not the Book of Faces because some people, like yours truly, do not have the Book of Faces, nor do they ever wish to ever have the Book of Faces. So interested to see how that platform goes. Definitely wish them well. And what else? And pretty soon, so yeah, I have one more week of uh, free time prior to all things bird in hand. So I have stated before that I'm going to get into planning mode for what is going to happen, um, or at least what we're going to offer to have happen. Obviously up to you whether or not you decide to join in or not. Um, For Bird in Hand weekend on September the 11th and 12th here in South Central PA, and the 10th if you show up early, which would be a good idea if you can do it. So... I was actually talking to Titanium Tim. He was like, eh, I don't know if I'll be able to do that this year. There's a lot of things going on. And yeah, I mean, you're walking 2,000 miles on the Appalachian Trail. So, yeah, your, your exercise is pretty well uh, checked off for this year. But uh, I was telling him, he's like, you know, for those of you thinking of coming, I mean, certainly you could fly into Harrisburg. Um, and... That'll put you in the vicinity, um, but honestly, if you're looking for a cheap flight, Harrisburg won't be that. Um, Harrisburg's expensive because uh, it's basically just a regional airport. They can call it an international airport because they have one plane that goes to Toronto once a day. Um, but otherwise, it really would be a regional airport. Um, so small planes go there. Um, but you know, just an hour to the east. Really, I mean, by car, it literally is about an hour to the east. Is this giant place called Philadelphia? So, if you were thinking of flying in and you were going to rent a car anyway, I might suggest taking a look at the rates to Philadelphia um, because it's actually right on 95 and you can get run on the highway. And basically get out of Philadelphia really really quickly. It doesn't actually put you through Philadelphia in order to go to their airport. So that's a decent airport. I mean it's huge, but it's a decent airport. And lots of planes. So likely to get a larger plane. And because they have so many flights, likely to get a cheaper rate. I'd say BWI is your other option if you're coming usually have good rates to BWI, particularly if you want to fly Southwest, because uh, BWI, Baltimore-Washington International, 
for those of you playing in Salve that don't know what BWI means. Um, Baltimore's a hub for Southwest, so everything coming this way goes to Baltimore some at some point. So definitely a good place for Southwest. So, and then again, you're going to have a little more than an hour from Baltimore. Baltimore is actually a little bit further. This again, it's Baltimore, Washington, so it's actually south of Baltimore on your way to DC. So probably take you about an hour and a half in a car and you do have to go through Baltimore um, on your way north so you will deal with their traffic which you don't really have to do with Philly so like I said I'd probably say look at Philly first and then Baltimore second but money is no option certainly go to Harrisburg it's a nice, quaint, small little airport. So, you'll be through it in no time. So, there you go. But, like I said, after the 4th of July, is when I start making my plans. And guess when the 4th of July is, folks? It is a week from today. So, today being the 27th of June. So, a week from today... We take the brakes off and we start looking at uh, planning for this. So you'll hear more from me about how to make sure you let me know that you're coming. If you want to be included in all things fun and planned for that weekend. Because I'm not sure how I ended up being the uh, the party planner. Um, but I ended up being the party planner. So I will... Uh, I will do my utmost to make it worth your your time for those of you who are coming up. So there it is. All right. It's more than enough for today. Enjoy the rest of your day, whatever day this happens to be, whether it's today or someday in the future, which, of course, by the time you're listening to it, will still be today. So until later, this is Jim and Reagan saying... Be well, and we will talk to you next when we talk to you next. Who's a good puppy, huh? Who's a good puppy?